You are now listening to This and That, a podcast collaboration about some of everything that's anything with your hosts, David and Brenda. Now, let's get to talking about this and that. Coming to you from Podcast Land Studio with our weekly eclectic podcast, This and That. That was the voice of Brenda. Yes, it was. Also known as Miss Bren Bren. That is correct. This is your co-host, David, a.k.a. Dr. David, a.k.a. The Professor. (laughs) It is December 14th, 2019. And we are coming to you, like I said, from Podcast Land Studio on this joyous, festive occasion, holiday season of Christmas. Aren't you excited out there in podcast land? I'm sure they are. We're excited here. I mean, I I know you guys are busy with your shopping and spending time with family and friends and going to your festive holiday parties and whatever else. But thank you so much for taking the time out to pause and listen to what we are talking about on this day in the month of December. This is This and That with David and Brenda, episode 38. As you know, it's a festive holiday time, so we need to be jolly, and therefore, if you need to sing, even if you're singing off-key, go right ahead, because this is the time of carols and just enjoying the occasion of the holiday spirit. The one thing I've always noticed, which is, which is fascinating to me, and this is true across the board it, with human beings, it seems a ton of people who love music and love to sing can't, or can't do it well. But that doesn't stop them, and that's great. That's they right. They have music in their heart and it's in their soul. It's not going to stop me because... And they're expressing it as best they can. I am going but to definitely express it. But it's fascinating to me how that works. It. Well, you know what else is fascinating? That the shout-outs that we are going to give today are going to be in the theme of the holiday occasion because this is our Christmas edition of This and That. When we do the shout-outs, let's try to do shout-outs in the U.S. based on locations that have a little color in their name to represent the color of ornaments that we would find on a Christmas tree. How about that? That sounds good to me. All right. So, again, shout out to everyone, especially our listeners in Silver Springs, Maryland. I will go with Fort Knox, Kentucky. Because Fort Knox is where all the gold is. So, gold is color of the season. You did silver, I did gold. And in the words of Yukon Cornelius, silver and gold, silver and gold. That's means so much more when I see... I couldn't think of the rest of the words. Silver and gold decorations on every Christmas tree. Hmm, where's that come from? That's from Rudolph. There you classic. go. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Rankin Bass. There you go. Rudolph... Except they didn't ask me to sing for them, so. No, they didn't. All right. 
So let's keep the um, ornament theme going. I'm picturing you as a snowman right now, or a snowwoman, along with Burl Ives. <laughs> Shuffling around with the North Pole. <laughs> no, I think I'd be a reindeer with Rudolph and, um, what's her name? Rudolph's girlfriend. Was it Clarissa? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, I'd be a reindeer. Anyway, um, let's get back to shoutouts to um, various locations that are listening to us. And that would include Greensboro, North Carolina. And uh, once again, I will go off a non-obvious choice. Strawberry Plains, Tennessee, because strawberries are red. And of course, red and green, another Christmas color combination. Very good. So let's keep the theme of Christmas going. And let's go across the pond to um, our international locations. And rather than talking about Christmas ornaments, let's talk about Christmas traditions. So let's start out with a shout out to London, England. What do they do there? Oh, well, in, in London, England, you've got um, Father Christmas and Father Christmas and Santa Claus are not the same person. This is one of those trivia things we won't get into now, maybe another time. Plus you have the, the home of Charles Dickens and a Christmas Carol. Everybody's going to be doing a Christmas Carol play. There are like 8,000 versions of a Christmas Carol that'll be on TV screens across the world. And when you say a Christmas Carol, <laughs> that's with um, Tiny Tim and, and Scrooge, right? And you Scrooge, know, God okay. bless us, everyone, and Bah Humbug, and yeah, Scrooge. Okay. Now, and of course, the Bill Murray movie, Scrooge, another version of a Christmas Carol. Yeah, like you said, there's lots of versions. Yeah, there are 8,000 plus versions. Okay, let's do a shout-out to Frankfurt, Germany. Ah, Frankfurt. Christmas markets. When I think of Frankfurt, the Christmas markets, which are kind of like pop-up, think in the U.S. context, they're pop-up markets around the um, at night, so you can buy all sorts of stuff. I think of advent calendars. That's another thing. I'm not sure advent calendars were, were invented there, but they do them well, and the German chocolates they put inside are pretty pretty good. And also, Germany is where you've got the um, Santa Claus, Kris Kringle, takes care of the good boys and girls, and then they have the demon Krampus that takes care of the bad boys and girls. That's also a tr Christmas tradition in okay, that part and, of the world. And you know what else that's good There's over a, in Germany? Not such a good movie, though, Krampus. Well, I never saw the movie. But um, anyway, do you know what else is good over in Germany? Well, I can think of lots of things, and I don't want to say it uh, You got the food, you got... Exactly, they're hot chocolate. Hot okay, chocolate yeah, is yeah, very good chocolate, yeah. this time of year. Very, very good. So, um, okay, shout out to Amsterdam, the Netherlands. Okay, well, Amsterdam, you've got the, of course, the wooden shoes, the whole thing about putting wooden shoes out, and they get filled up with candies and other goodies and the like by Santa and, and the like. And also, they've got the, the tradition, not so good tradition in my opinion, of um, Santa Claus comes to town and he has a helper, the whole Black Pete helper, which is, uh, Black Pete is a literally a slave and they do it with blackface whatever still today even though they get criticized for it i don't know they love that tradition all right not well, so good tradition but that's their tradition exactly okay what about a shout out to saint petersburg russia 
St. Petersburg, Russia. That is where you have uh, the Nutcracker. Tchaikovsky. Yes, that's okay. part of the Nutcracker suite, yes. And that's another tradition. Everybody's going to be doing a Nutcracker, either a play or a ballet or some sort of combination, or it's going to be on uh, television in some form or fashion or just, you know, played with an orchestra. It's great, uh, great ballet by awesome composers, the Russian composers. you got to give them their due. They, they were very, very good. And is the classical the, motif. Isn't that where also Russia reindeer? Yes, Russia is the um, is where reindeer scientists tell us reindeer originated from. So that's one of those things. Would have thought possibly you know Norway or Finland because that's where you find them today, but uh, in in massive numbers. But no, they originated in Russia. You are right. correct. Yeah. Well, um, that is the. Not sure they flew though. Well, that's where um, the flying reindeer. I guess, you gotta go further north, like I said. You know, Finland, Russia. Finland, I guess Norway, Rudolph can trace his roots back to to Russia. Yes. So, shout out again to everybody that's listening to us. Now, we also want to give a very special shout out to the men, women, and canines that are in the U.S. military. Yes. Shout-outs to them all across the, the globe, U.S. and overseas, as well as shout-outs to all first responders here in the U.S., fire police, 911, and so forth, as well as we want to give shout-outs to all of the military dependents that are there with their loved ones or um, back at home, as well as the civilian support systems. Right. We wish that you all have a very happy holiday season. And if you're not able to be with your loved ones, whether you are in the military or not, please keep them in your heart and in, in your prayers. Now, Christmas time, people are always out shopping for holiday gifts and presents and that type of thing. Now, you know, we've been giving our podcast listeners a gift throughout the year because our podcast is free. Yes, it is free, it's available on demand, it's available wherever you listen to podcasts, and also through several podcast apps and streaming services, uh, such as our home base of SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes, Stitcher, also known as Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Google Play, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and a whole host of other uh, sites. And it's also available on Alexa voice-assisted devices through a variety of skills. Now, our listeners have also been giving us a gift because they keep coming back and listening time after time, week after week, to what we have to talk about. And in addition to that, they're also sending us their comments, their thoughts, suggestions on what we're doing. Where can they email us? They can send email to our show's email address of this and that at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. That's this, the letter N, as in Nancy, that, all nine characters together, at sign aboutgreatercincinnati.com. When they send us email, they can ask us questions, make suggestions, comments, give us all sorts of feedback, as well as sign up for our mailing uh, list. And with the mailing list, 
they will get uh, additional bits of information about things that are going on with the show. Wonderful. Now, one of the things that we've been doing throughout the year is our mantra of inform, inspire, impact. And we've been doing that with everything that's anything because that's what our show is basically all about. Our brand of infotainment, right? Yes, absolutely. So, in that vein, what are we going to talk about on this, our Christmas edition of This and That? We are going to have a Here's What I Think segment that uh, deals with a topic in the news uh, and timely here in Southwest Ohio. And that's what I'm terming Spygate 2.0. So we'll talk about that. Uh, also, you asked, we answered, speaking of our loyal listeners. Uh, from time to time, well, actually, every week, we get questions or comments from our listeners. And um, some of them are, are such that we want to share those questions and answers with our uh, wider audience, and that's the You Asked, We Answered segment. So we'll be doing that with a couple of uh, questions today. And then, back from nice uh, little break, the Words of Wisdom. And so we will bring back Words of Wisdom and touch on the true meaning of Christmas. So, without further ado, here is episode number 38 of This and That our Christmas edition. You are now listening to This and That with David and Brenda. Spygate 2.0. For those who don't know, I'm, I'm referring to an incident that happened um, since about 10 years ago or so, involving, this is a football, NFL, involving the uh, New England Patriots. And they were caught red-handed spying on another team, looking at their signals. That was 1.0. 2.0 seems to have occurred last week when the Bengals were playing the, um, the Jets. And apparently, there was a scout from... No. It was when the Bengals were playing Cleveland. Oh, yes. When the Bengals were playing Cleveland. I don't know why I said the Jets. Don't know what I was thinking about that. Um, well, you probably said the Jets because that's the one game they won. <laughs> yes, the week before that. Now, so, why New England wants to spy on the Bengals because they are 1-13, you tell me. I have no idea, but New England is denying the whole thing, of course. Belichick says he knows nothing about why this the scout was um, essentially filming the Bengals' sidelines and then um, filming the plays. So, in other words, seeing what signals were happening and then switching to see what was going on on the field. And this happened numerous occasions, and the Bengals notified... Uh, the NFL, apparently every game the NFL has people on, on, on site. And so they confiscated the equipment, looked at the pictures, and sure enough, there seems to be something to this. Now, like Brenda says, why this spy? I know they've lost two games in a row. They may be a little bit desperate now because they're, they were sitting on top of the AFC and had home field advantage 
throughout the playoffs. Now they they don't have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. They still have one of the home field settings. I, I guess they're trying to keep that. But um, again, Belichick and company are denying that there was any spying going on. They're even denying that they even know. Apparently the scout was there for some feature they're doing on behind the scenes and scouts, what they do, and the Patriots, whatever, which sounds like a complete cover story to me. You're absolutely right, David. I don't know why New England did what they did. I mean, New England's one of those teams where you either love them or you don't like them. It's one or the other. It's, I guess, true or false or... Binary, yeah. Yeah. It's... You either love them or you don't. Right, there's and no in-between with them. There's no in-between with them. So, um, you know, and we were talking with a particular fan of the New England um, Patriots. And just like probably all other New England fans, they don't see anything wrong with what the team is being accused of. They see it as... Um, just them trying, them, the team, trying to get an edge like most champions would do. But most champions play within the rules. That was my whole problem with that conversation. Um, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it sounded more like spin to when me. When you're the Patriots, though, there are no rules because... You're at the top of the food chain, so you get to do whatever you want to do. They, they act like that, yes. And that is true with respect to their star players and actions that happen on the field. But off the field, I, I don't think so. Because it's, it's, not in the, it's not in the league's interest to have a team, that, for it to be a, even the appearance of a team getting tons of favoritism because then it's like oh well the game is rigged and you know yada yada especially with sports betting now being pretty much legal everywhere it's it's it behooves them not to to let new england get away with these type of things but we'll have to see if they get fined or even get a slap on the wrist over this well here's what i think i think like you said they are going to get fined how much of a fine i have no idea because it was quite obvious what their representative from the team was doing up in the um, the press box. They were literally filming the um, the calling in a place by the Bengals. Now again, why do you want to do that when the Bengals are one and thirteen? They're losing. So why why one do you feel? No, they wanted. Oh yeah, they're one and twelve. Yeah. So, why you want to do that with a team that's losing? That just tells me you're desperate. And as I said, I think they are desperate because they're they hit they've hit a skid. They being the Patriots have hit a skid, and they've they are they are ten and three, and the three teams that have beaten them are all the other teams that are the the conference champions in the AFC. So you know the the Chiefs. Um, Baltimore and Houston. Those are the three losses. So they can't afford any any other loss. And I think 
Belichick basically wants to, you know, people maybe, maybe uh, this is what I think. He's thinking they're questioning his brilliance and whatever. So if they get an edge, quote unquote, and call this brilliant game plan, the 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 the, the team doesn't know. So that gives them this ultra confidence that yeah, Belichick still got the magic and they'll still run through the playoffs. That's what I think. I think he wanted to come in here because they play tomorrow. The, the, but they're playing the Bengals. But he wanted to come in and just beat the Bengals like um, you know, you fifty-four need, you to don't nothing need or a something like that. Game, game plan to, to beat the Bengals, who are one in twelve. He he wanted. He Brenda, it's not about beating them. He wanted, he wanted to crush you, and defeat every single thing still, and do it in such a way it looks like he's ultra brilliant. The Bengals, you're missing my point. Because they're one in thirteen. I, Brenda, I, I don't disagree with that, but you know, in the wanting an edge, wanted to absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, just crush the Bengals, and just crush the Bengals. And everything the Bengals try to do, they just just wipe out. And people will go, oh, well, gee, isn't that brilliant? And that stops the skid and, you know, blah, 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 and whatever. I think that's, that's what the spying was really about. Now, there's all sorts of plausible deniability in this, and none of it will be proven, but that's what I think this was about. Okay, well... We'll and see. we'll see the way the game is played. We'll I think the Patriots are going to come out what's going to happen, and, and, and that's going to be the, their mindset. It's just basically go out and 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 just destroy the Bengals. No, well, again, we'll see what's going to happen. But um, in the spirit of our Christmas tradition, um, that we're trying to a theme that we are bringing to this edition of our podcast, I would say. The New England Patriots are being the Grinch of Christmas because they're going around, they're stealing trees, they're stealing ornaments, they're stealing Christmas decorations um, in the, the theme of the Grinch story. That's I mean, figuratively speaking. Figuratively speaking. That is what they're doing with Spygate 2.0. Because you know New England lawyers don't have a sense of humor, so we have to... Well, yeah. Figuratively speaking. And we don't have any money, so please don't come after us. (laughs) They don't care. But um, but I, I would say that they're... That in the tradition of Krampus that I mentioned earlier, that they are being... They are on the naughty list. And I think Krampus is going to show up in the playoffs, and New England is going to be one and done in the playoffs. This is my prediction. Whoever, they may still have a bye. They may and not slide into the third spot and have to play in the wild card weekend. So they're going to play whoever comes out of the wild card weekend, and I think that team is going to, is going to beat New England. Okay. At New England. Well, they're for... going to be one and done. That's because, of, you know, that's a Krampus you know, Christmas gift or Santa and, and coal and stockings, however you want to look at it. All right. So for those who are listening to our podcast, tell us what you think. Folks can send us an email at thisandthat at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. That's this, the letter N as in Nancy, that, at sign, aboutgreatercincinnati.com. Listen to This and That on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other major podcast apps and services.
Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? Are you listening? I am. And we are listening to our listeners as well. Our listeners have sent us letters, just like people would send letters to Santa, that they want us to answer regarding some of what we've talked about in earlier podcasts. First question, we have a listener in North Carolina that asks, do you need to join PayPal to use it? Now, her question was coming from... um, Episode 37. Episode 37. So you should go back and listen to it because we were talking about cyber safety for um, Christmas shopping. Yes. And one of the tips was... um, Use, if, if it's available to be used, use PayPal. And the answer to that is no. You do not have to be a member of PayPal in order to use it. You don't have to have a PayPal account. You can, uh, if, if you're checking out and PayPal is one of the options, you click on that and you can do a you know one-time checkout, put in the um, bill to ship to, credit card info, and then at the end of all that, it'll ask, do you want to create an account? You can just say no, and you don't have to do that. And of course, if you do have a PayPal account, you can just log in when when you uh, click on the PayPal link instead of going through um, so-called guest mode, and um, you can fill in credentials that way. And the neat thing about that is the merchant uh, that you're getting whatever... Uh, items from or services or whatever that you have to pay, they don't see your credit card information. They just see where you want to have the the gifts sent to. Yes. They, um, essentially the merchant gets paid. <laughs> right. That's the key thing. They get paid, but they don't see They don't your get credit your credit card, card, card information, right, and they see the ship too and the like. Uh, and, and that's that. But they, they do get paid first. <laughs> and then they ship the, the stuff out. In case you were wondering, because some people might have small business on the side. And that, that's how that works. So it's not like, oh, they ship it out and then, you know, they might get stuck with nothing. Okay. So that takes us on to our second question, uh, which comes from a listener that called in to the radio show. We were interviewed on Grow Your Voice, Overcome Your Fears. Right. And um, they called in to the show, and they asked us a question. And so we thought, why don't we just replay that? Hey, Kayla, thank you so much for holding, and uh, thank you for calling in. Do you have a question or a comment for David and Brenda? Yes, I do. Um, I just want to congratulate both of you as well on your podcast. They're amazing. And I'm a very young student in college, so listening to things like that and being able to know that people are out there that are willing to help you and able to give the feedback in society has also been very helpful in college so far. So thank you both for that. Um, my question is, what was your reaction, David and Brenda, to the amount of people that were listening? How many the amount of countries that people are listening. Like, what was your reaction to see, like, how many people resonated with your message? 
<laughs> that that yeah. is a very, very good exactly. question, Kayla. So thank you very yeah, much thanks. for your part in helping our listenership grow. Um, we greatly appreciate the fact that you are finding value in listening to our podcast. And, you, and from what you're sounding like, it sounds like you keep coming back. So that's great to hear. Uh, yes, thanks for being a loyal listener, it sounds like, as well. I, I kind of chuckle because I'm constantly amazed at the cities and countries that pop up uh, from week to week uh, listening to our, our, our podcast. And I, I'm not sure how, how to make it, but it's, it, it's conversational. As, as Sandra hit the nail on the head there, our, our podcast is conversational. So it's Myself and Brenda, it's myself, Brenda, and other guests we bring in, and we have conversations about different topics, and we talk about relevant topics. We talk about, you know, um, vaping, especially vaping among millennials, as an example, and we we talk about um, sports, music, and, you know, what's going on in society in general, mainly U.S.-focused, but more international stuff. We'll, we'll, We'll talk more and more about that. So I, I think people just find it just resonates with folks, um, what we talk about yeah, and, and the way we do it. And like David said, um, we talk about some of everything that's anything. So like every 10, ten episodes, we're talking about technology. Um, we have one of my favorite segments, which is Living Your Passion, where we talk with folks who are doing things that they absolutely love to do. And whether they're doing it as a full-time job or as a part-time gig, it doesn't matter. They are absolutely loving it. And we've had a chance to talk with some folks about why they do what they do and how they got into it in hopes that it might, you know, resonate with somebody else that would cause them to go, go off and do something that they'd love to do. And if you want to hear more of that interview, you can just go out and click on the link that we have posted in the comment section on SoundCloud for episode 37. Again, thank you to all for sending us questions. You know where you can email us so that we can maybe consider your questions, comments for the next edition of U.S. We answered. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from This and That with David and Brenda. As we mentioned at the outset, episode 38 is our Christmas edition of the This and That podcast. So, in that vein, we will be giving you words of wisdom that are about the true meaning of Christmas. I will be reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, the first 18 verses minus the second verse. And I'm going to go in the uh, New International Version, the NIV Version, of the uh, Christian Bible. Here is the birth of Jesus in the Gospel according to Luke. 
In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was his fiancée, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned to their fields, glorifying, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And that is the birth of Jesus, the true meaning of Christmas. Comments? Send your feedback to this and that at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. That is a wrap for our Christmas edition of This and That. We've come to an end of this, our, actually our first edition of our Christmas special. Yes, so many more to come. Yes, so we hope that everyone will have a wonderful holiday occasion and um, we look forward to bringing you more of this and that. Now you know I have to end it with me singing more of my Yuletide carols. Why am I not surprised? Go ahead. And so I'm offering the simple phrase Two kids from 1 to 92. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to you. All the best. Peace out, everyone. Bye, folks. 
You have been listening to This and That, a podcast collaboration about some of everything about anything. This has been hosted by David and Brenda and is presented by AboutGreaterCincinnati.com. Music by Poddington Bear. Please subscribe to our podcast so that you can stay up to date about future episodes. If you have any comments or suggestions about this episode, future episodes, interested in sponsorship and or advertising, please email us at thisandthat at aboutgreatercincinnati.com. All rights reserved. Thank you and all the best.